these seven seals that Michael Sanson spoke on. Not like animal seals, they're like arf, little... Arf, arf, arf. <laughs> What's up, everybody? This is our very first podcast style setup. And we're doing this for a couple reasons. The first reason is that we want to show you guys how we dialogue about what we're reading in scripture. So we're gonna try and do this every single week. No promises, because we're just kicking this off. Not sure how heavy the load will be to produce these on a weekly basis, but our goal would be that we actually talk about the scripture that we talk about on Sunday. We dialogue about it here on Monday or Tuesday, put it out on YouTube, and then you guys can listen to that with your friends, with your family, so that whenever we do community groups on Wednesdays, that you guys have another talking point that you guys can tap into. So that's kind of our heart for doing this. And uh, yeah, over the last couple of weeks, we have gone through a series called Seven. Yes. Okay, it was Landon Miller's idea. It's his baby. So I will uh, just kind of let you explain what Seven Sweet. is. So it's, it's titled Seven because we're in the book of Revelation and the number seven is repeated multiple times, not only in this book, but in scripture. Seven indicates completion as God created the universe in seven days. On the seventh day, he rested. And so as we jump into this book, there's seven seals, seven bowls, seven trumpets. And so each week of the series, we're focusing on one of those items. And this week happened to be the seven seals that Michael Sanson spoke on. Not like animal seals. They're like arf, little, arf, arf, arf. <laughs> they're like little things that you like put on a scroll that like encloses it or something like that. I don't know. It's confusing because like there's seven scrolls, there's seven seals. Anyway, each seal has a representation uh, behind it, and as the first four are being opened, we see the four horsemen. Each horsemen representing a different thing and the first one is the antichrist i feel like every time you say an animal i want to make the noise like i did the seal noise and i almost made a horse noise and I, Please. I, had to, I had to hold back should we do that we need to do we need that feature justin <laughs> we need to get uh, one of those like effects panels yeah like the button like the yeah. Elgato thing we can do that That'd be awesome Ooh. We should do that. We should add it into the budget. Mm. <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> the first, the forced, forced, the, the first force. horseman is the Antichrist. He comes in on a white horse, and yeah. just as we see in Braveheart and all these awesome movies, that's an old movie for the students. Anyway, usually yeah. heroes ride on a white horse. Okay, it's representative of like. Victory, it looks cool, all this stuff. But the Antichrist is not our hero. Uh, Christ is our hero, and the word anti in front of that means he is our enemy. And he comes, uh, and he's disguised as bringing peace to the people, and he will take care of us, and he will bring us victory. But in the end, all he will bring us is destruction. And so Jack, as we move on here, second horseman, it says, I looked, and there before me was a white horse. Its ride held a bow, and he was given a crown. And when the lamb opened the second seal, I heard this second living creature say, Come. Then another horse came out, a fiery red one. Its rider was given power to take peace from the earth 
and to make people kill each other. To him was given a large sword. So the second horse represents war. Pass it on to Jack because he's a lot of experience in war. He does not. <laughs> he does a lot not. of Call of Duty. Oh my goodness. Crushing it. Yeah. Wow. So second horse, war. war. Yeah, fiery red horse. What do you think that will look like, Jack? Um, I mean, Michael described World War II as like, that was like the big thing. Um, what do they call it? The Great War. Mm -hmm. So I would assume that when all of this is rolling out, it's probably going to be a massive world war. Everybody going at everybody. Um, the, yeah. horse is, the horse is given the power to take peace. Yeah. So, I mean, we're probably looking at like civil wars with world war and everyone's just killing each other. Which it's kind of crazy to think about yeah. because the Antichrist, it gives you this idea that like he's coming disguised as someone who is going to be a hero, mm -hmm. and then right behind him is someone who steals all the peace. So it's almost like, I wonder if the Antichrist is going to be someone that people really look up to and is deceptively taking peace away as time goes on to mm -hmm. like lead up to this big upheaval. This second, yeah. Yeah. Well, and also to get people to like turn to him. Like, hey, yeah. help yeah. us. Like. Well, because the world's the, falling apart. The, the people will trust him, and so they won't see the stuff coming behind him. Yeah. But it's crazy to think about, like, what kind of war are we talking about? Like, we've, like, experienced crazy, terrible wars in our country's history and yeah. in the whole world history, and this is going to be even worse than that. Yeah. Because, yeah, even, so I don't even, even both like, world wars was not literally every country yeah. fighting. Yeah. And so it'll be crazy to see. I wonder if, this is actually a good point too. Michael mm -hmm. said this at the beginning of his message. You said this in your message week mm -hmm. one, that especially this series on Revelation, so much of it is like speculation mm -hmm. because people have lots of ideas of what the book of Revelation means and what it stands for, but so much of it we don't actually know. Like yeah. we don't know for sure, oh, this is gonna be a world war and this is what it's gonna look like. Mm -hmm. And the Antichrist is going to be this person. Um, like we don't know those yeah. things. Yeah. And so uh, it's it's important for us to not make claims like this is what the Bible yeah. says yeah. when we're not totally yeah. clear on that. Yeah. So uh, we're just kind of speculating and talking about yeah. what what is possible and it yeah. may not even be a war like it says yeah. he has the power to take peace it could literally just be like turning people against each other like yeah. no one trusts anybody like i mean we already see a lot of stuff like that going on right now but it could look like that just spread all all throughout do the you world. guys feel like this is so obviously when you read it it's like one thing after the other mm. but do you think that it's actually going to be one thing after another, or do you think it's going to be over a long period of time that these things actually unfold? I think, I think probably a long period of time. I don't, I'll be honest, I don't know like hardly anything yeah. about Revelation. And that, I mean, I've not done a lot of study on Revelation. That's <laughs> just me being like, well, like. It makes more sense in my head that it would happen over a period of time, even maybe like mm -hmm. hundreds of years. Yeah. Because uh, I, 
I feel like we, which the Bible says that we we will know, like if you're a believer, that you'll be able to recognize mm-hmm. the signs. But I'm curious if those are signs that happen over like generations or yeah. hundreds of years, well, or if it's like a hey, in seven years, all of these things are going to so happen. So first horse is the Antichrist. Mm-hmm. If this happens over generations, like, is it going, like, is he the person who just kind of lives on forever until all of it's done? Like, is it the same person? Is or it a person? Is it passing through people? Is it passing through, like, <laughs> yeah. That's a good point, too, because you would think, he know. found he found like the key. We're to getting youth. into like yeah. sci-fi yeah. right now. So from from research that I've done in the past, it, it it says the opening of the seven seals by the Lamb covers the entire seven years of the tribulation period. And that's what a lot of people yes. believe that the tribulation will be seven, seven years. years long. Mm-hmm. And that would make more sense yeah. mm-hmm. because this person, like you said, it it's one yeah. antichrist. Yeah. So that's what I've grown up to know is like, hey, it'll be take place in seven years, and then God can come us and get us to the beginning, the middle, or the end of this period of time, all this stuff's going on. Which that's a whole nother yes. debate. Yeah. Pre-trib, post-trib. Well, there, let me get my phone. <laughs> Jack needs to do some of his own yeah. research himself here. So what we're talking well, about in, right there yeah. is there's, I that, feel like there was a verse that kind of talked about there that, is, yeah. that kind of like hinted towards. Yeah. So there are people that believe that we will be raptured. So if you're a believer, that you will be raptured. Jesus will, will take you from the earth before the seven years of tribulation. But there are also people that think that Christians will get raptured maybe in the middle of the tribulation. Some people believe that we're going to go all the way through the tribulation. And if you are a Christian and you're still alive, you get taken up after the tribulation. So, so people much smarter than us yeah. can't agree on this. So. Revelation 6, verse uh, verse 10 and 11. So it's whenever he's opening the fifth sealed. Mm-hmm. Um, did I call it say the fifth sealed? No, I think you said it right. Okay, it right. yeah, it's fine. Uh, they called out in a loud voice. This is uh, all of the people who have been slain because of the word because of the word of God and the testimony they had maintained, uh, they called out in a loud voice, How long, sovereign Lord, holy and true, until you judge the inhabitants of the earth and avenge our blood? Then each was given a white robe, and they were told to wait a little longer until the full number of their fellow servants, their brothers and sisters, were killed just as they had been. Which makes you so think... That's like martyrs, like we all yeah, die. Which makes you think that <clears throat> Christians would still be here during the tribulation. Mm-hmm. And I, so growing up in church, I was taught, like, we, like, our clothes fall off and we float up into the sky. I mean, that's like a nice that, idea to think. Our clothes <laughs> fall off? Why do our clothes have to fall off I don't first? know. I don't know. No, that's like Your uh, dad was my was, children's pastor. Why can't I go up clothes, though? I don't, that's I don't why know. You don't need clothes in heaven. <laughs> Whatever, bro. Remember, we're Adam and white Eve were naked. No, no sin, no shame. That's fair. So, but yeah, what's the left behind? Yeah, left yeah. Behind. I mentioned that in my yeah. sermon, yeah. Were they like, their clothes are left and people are like, what happened to the people I love? Well, they just disappeared, bro. They didn't even. Yeah. My thing is like, I envision it as like our soul just leave our body. So I would just go limp where I'm at right now. I would just feel like this is dead. Yeah, because like God doesn't need my body. Like if wise are meant to die and decay, like he he just needs my soul. So I'm just gonna I'm in heaven. Do we get a new body in heaven? 
what does it look like and what age are we? <laughs> are we the age that we were when we died? I mean, Paul says that you get a glorified body. Hopefully I am in my prime. So like, hopefully it, I can bench press 350. Let's, let's say I've you never, die before you're really prime. in my prime. Like what if you don't, what if you don't <laughs> have a prime? prime? You just have always been out of shape. Always. Maybe God would gift you the awesome. rock's body Dude, in heaven. There you go. <laughs> the rock. Just so okay, the 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 third seal. <clears throat> yes. So, the, like I said, the first four seals are all horsemen. The first one's the Antichrist. The second one, it's talking about peace. Uh, the third one, it's talking about. Then I heard what sounded like a voice saying among the four living creatures, saying two pounds of wheat for a day's wage and six pounds of barley for a day's wage. So basically, talking about your work all day and you'll barely be able to afford food for your family, food for yourself. It'll be hard to obtain food and it will be a struggle. So that's the third horse. And then the first, the fourth horse, uh, when the lamb opened the fourth seal, I heard the voice of the fourth living creature say, come, I looked and there before me was a pale horse. Its rider was named Death and Hades was following close behind him. They were given power over a fourth of the earth to kill by sword, famine and plague and by the wild beast of the earth. So there's the four horsemen, all representing something pretty terrible, and the last one is death. And a fourth of the population were taken over by death and plagues. That's crazy to think about. Yeah. How much is a fourth population? Well, we're like population. six or seven billion but people. Do you know how many people are gonna die? In the point seven billion people? There's gonna be so many people that die in the first three seals though. Like from all the other stuff going on. You're not wrong. Probably. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, and... So it'd be a you, fourth you, of what's left. Yeah, and you have to think that Christians during this time are going to be martyred like crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. One thing that Michael said in his sermon that's really good, because I'm feeling the weight of this at the moment, <laughs> is just remembering, like, the whole... The main theme of the book of Revelation is that Jesus, Jesus wins. wins. Like, we have mm -hmm. victory. So, yeah, yeah it gets crazy, um, and we are going to suffer for our faith mm -hmm. if we're still here. But the truth is that Jesus wins in the end. And mm -hmm. so for all eternity, the Bible says that this life is like a vapor. It's, it's a mist, that it's here mm -hmm. one day and gone the next. And so for all eternity, though, when we put our faith in Jesus, mm -hmm. we know that we're going to be in heaven, yep. perfect place, no more pain, no more tears, no more heartache. And so we're able to have peace and hope mm -hmm. even like reading stuff like this. It's yeah. like, dude, this sounds terrible. Yeah. Well, I mean, throughout my whole life, like whether reading this book or just life in general, like having the hope that Jesus wins and I will be in heaven one day, like that that carries you through days where you think you're not going to make it. Yeah. Like that's it. Like not just in this book alone, yeah. but like the promise that Jesus died for us and that we will be in heaven one day. Yeah, is for sure. just the great thing to have. So fifth seal, Jack already kind of read about. It says, I saw under the altar of altar the souls of those who had been slain because of the word of God and the testimony they had maintained. So these are previous martyrs. Mm -hmm. Yes. They called out in a loud voice, How long, sovereign Lord, holy and true, until you judge the inhabitants of the earth and avenge our blood? Then each of them was given a white robe, and they were told to wait a little longer until the full number of their fellow servants, their brothers and sisters, were killed just as they had been. What's up with the white robe, and why were they just now given that, Landon? 
don't know, man. You did research. Like, you know, you didn't read about the white robe. No. Is this where is this where Catholics get the idea of purgatory? Purgatory, yeah. Like a like a waiting period of okay, like. There's a couple other verses that kind are, of talk about me and like. Me talked about this a few, few weeks ago. The the waiting period mm-hmm. and. It's it's weird because it's like okay, well, like when we die, we believe that we go to heaven, mm-hmm. but then there's other verses that. Well, it talks about how like the the dead will rise first, and yeah, like yeah. they've been so waiting. So it's chains, like, like where were are they just chilling? Yeah. Like where are they? Like I don't know. That's a we need to talk that's about that's a, another podcast. Yeah, that's a whole that refresh. could that could be back. an easy whole whole podcast. Right. Um, do you guys think that it would be easy to be murdered? Like I've never been at the point to where like I have to like stand up for what I believe because someone's gonna kill me. Knowing the end that yeah. Jesus wins. Do you think that would make it easy to be like, you know what? That's fine. Just kill me. But like, what if your family's alive? Yeah. Still. That's the hard part. I've always thought like if it's a quick death, like I'm chilling. Yeah. And like if 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 I'm like in a room of like a bunch of Christians that this is going to happen to and Mm -hmm. like my friend, like if y'all are there, my friends are there in this room, like it'd be a lot easier to be okay with it. But like if I was like by myself, like taken away like I have to be beheaded and it's like yeah. it's not like one clean chop too it, it, it's just <laughs> like a it, dull blade well, I, dude, usually it's not though like behead you with like a spoon usually it's not one clean swipe <laughs> scoop it and talk but I'm, I don't know like dying I don't know I mean I've watched videos of people like being on like the brink of death before not like actually like they're like recalling it you know do you think I'll do but I mean, I don't know. It's I there's there's certain situations where I, it'd be easier, but it's not going to be easy. But like, let's say sense. let's say this happens. Uh, I would lifetime. like to think that by the time, like, if I'm really bold enough in my faith that I'm standing up for truth, which mm. I hope that I would. Yeah. That if I'm standing up for truth in light of knowing that I could be martyred. I would like to think that at that point, even if it's not easy, I would have like a piece about it. Yeah. Like even Paul knows that he's going to die in Rome and he is talking about how like he's totally fine with it. Like yeah. even if, if he stays in his body, that's great, but it's better to be with the Lord. Like he, he has this total weird peace that like I'm gonna be with Jesus. And so I would hope that if my faith was strong enough and I was bold enough to be in a situation where I would be martyred, mm-hmm. that even though it would be difficult i mean surely it can't be easy yeah. to like be murdered but yeah. that i would be okay with it at that point mm-hmm. i don't know that's a weird thing to think about it is, it is. but you know the end like, yeah exactly so that that's that's what gives me like okay maybe like because we know what happens so mm-hmm. like whenever we see the signs of all this stuff rolling out like if it were to happen in our lifetime and we weren't raptured up and our clothes were left and there's just like naked bodies floating up in the air. <laughs> Best thing for me, like if I was able to like see all this stuff going on, in my opinion, I would get excited. I think that like, there would be a... Like Jesus is coming back soon to get us. Like, I don't know. That's how I would think I'd be. But do you think, like surely people have thought before, I mean, you think about through all of history, surely people have thought before, mm-hmm. this is it. Like, this has to be it. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm sure more generations. And, then it, and yeah. then it hasn't been. Mm-hmm. And so that's where it's like, oh. Well, in this next seal, in the sixth seal, it even says, there was a great earthquake. 
the sun turned black like sackcloth made of goat hair, the whole moon turned blood red, and the stars in the sky fell to earth as figs dropped from a fig tree when shaken by a strong wind. But do, so, you, do you know how many people are going to be martyred before Oh yeah, that, though? Oh, yeah. Well, I'm just like, saying his point is, like, okay, there's been several blood moons. There's been tons of huge there's been lots of earthquakes. Tsunami, so his point yeah. is like multiple generations have thought that and like these signs, at least in the sixth seal, I mean, yeah. we see these signs almost like bi yearly. Like red moons, massive earthquakes. We haven't so, seen like the stars falling from the sky. Mm -hmm. Like I'm curious what that because you gotta think too. John, who's receiving this vision, mm -hmm. is putting it into the language that he understands based on their mm -hmm. culture and their science at the time. Yeah. And so, like, they don't know a whole lot other than, like, oh, I see this bright star in the sky. Like, they don't yeah. have these telescopes. Yeah. They don't have the knowledge that we have now of galaxies. So I wonder if what he's seeing is, like, meteorites or asteroids like or something like that atmosphere. coming into the atmosphere. Yeah. And, like, so are we just going to have a crazy amount of... I don't know, like, yeah. just tons of meteors are just destroying huge chunks of well, Earth. Well, in, in movies that depict the end of the world, you see that a lot. Tons, like, yeah. just massive, like, Earth-sized rocks, yeah. like, blow up our whole planet. So, I don't know, man. So, se Seventh Seal, let's get through all so, this. So, the Seventh Seal contains the seven trumpets. And how I depicted this when I was speaking is, like, those, like, dolls like those plastic dolls like there's like, like a bigger a one yeah dolls. and you would like, take one out with another yeah, yeah. so each like seven seal seven bulls they lead into the neck so when he opened the seventh seal there was silence in heaven for about half an hour and i saw the seven angels who stand before god and seven trumpets were given to them which so, we don't want to jump into yet. yes so this coming sunday i was talking about the seven trumpets what's crazy to me about that is you read other passages throughout scripture where it essentially makes you think that there's just like constant worship, constant fellowship, like heaven's this perfect place. Mm. So for there to be silence, like you're in the presence yeah. of the Lord mm -hmm. and you're not like the angels aren't worshiping, that nothing is happening. Like Probably you're just pretty awkward, dead, yeah. dead silence. Like how big of a moment mm -hmm. is coming yeah. that all it's of heaven still. is just like the the quiet before yeah. the storm or after the storm bro that's crazy like and what's crazy like i don't even i've done more reaches on the trumpets than any other thing because when like i was taught you, to, you played trumpet no i didn't play trumpet no no you were a I trumpeteer was, <laughs> trumpeteer <laughs> i was i was taught that like the trumpets would blow and mm -hmm. jesus would come back to get us so that's what, yeah, that's yeah. what I was that, that's what I've known, and so learning about the bulls and the seals, like, and that it leads into the trumpets. Like, there's so much more in this book than even like having a partial knowledge of it. Like that I'm like just discovering. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, and how is it all gonna play out in today's society? Because he's talking in his context. So what does that yeah. look like in our day and age today? Yeah. So in I think it's in Acts. It talks about how Jesus is going to come back mm -hmm. the way that he left, which was like in a cloud. Yeah. Floated away. Where in the world are we going to get to see, like, where do I have to be to get to see that? Like, are we going to see it from everywhere, like a giant Jesus? 
just floating. <laughs> there is. Or... Surely you would think though that there's like there would be news coverage and things like that. He's yeah. like this like dude I, in a white oh, robe I like would... floating down into the cloud. I would say it's. This is just my belief. It's probably gonna happen somewhere in the in the Middle East. You and, in Armageddon. Yes, and that's a place. So it would happen there, and I mean, yes, there'd definitely be news coverage. Like, man floats down from the sky in the clouds. Is Claims this, to be Jesus. Is this Justin Kessler? <laughs> no, it's Jesus. <laughs> so yes, there definitely be news coverage. Um, but I mean, yeah, it would definitely happen in the Middle East. There's a lot of things like. The Antichrist will pass through the same gate that Jesus passed through into, like Jerusalem. All this stuff that happens in the in the Middle East. Huh. Um, what do you think? Like, it's hard for me because you see so many movies mm -hmm. about the end times. How much of that is what I picture because I've seen it in a movie yeah. Yeah. versus like. Like, I think about Lord of the Rings, mm -hmm. and, like, I had pictures in my head of, like, what the orcs looked like, and what the dwarf looked like, and, like, all these things, but then I see the movie, and I'm like, oh, like, that's what they look like, but yeah. maybe not really, like, maybe that's not what Tolkien had in mind when he wrote it, mm -hmm. but because now someone has put a visual to mm -hmm. it, it's hard for me to move past that, so, to your point, like, yeah. I'm curious if... It's going to look like what we think it looks like, or if our our view of this has mm -hmm. been skewed a little bit because people are putting pictures to you know in movies to mm -hmm. this. I don't know. Yeah. It's interesting to think about. That's a great analogy too, like book to a movie. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like okay, I'm I'm reading this book and this author has this in mind, but the director of the movie has something else in mind. Yeah. And so, you know, you, you have the idea of this orc or this person, but then they look like this, this movie, and you're okay with that. It's great, but it's a little bit different than you were, than you've been taught or you've known before. Yeah. And I feel like, I feel like left behind in terms of the, the seven year belief, it does a good job of sticking to the seven year timeline. But I mean, we don't know if that's going to happen. We don't know if it'll happen over many more years. Yeah, so stuff. the reason why the series is called Seven, mm -hmm. and Michael talked about this, you talked about this two yeah. weeks ago, is that it's it's a number that marks completion. Like, mm -hmm. the completion, this awaiting time. Because right now, like, we're in waiting. Like, yep. as believers, if we have been saved, like Romans 10, 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. So if you've done that, you're saved. And so you're literally in this, like, waiting period and the whole reason why we're still here is to share that with other people so that they can experience the peace and the truth and the, the so the camera just died so we'll pick back up but um i think i was talking about just we we're talking about the pictures mm -hmm. of you, you have in your head of what something could look like um and i don't know i think the the good news is that we know that Jesus wins in yep. the end. And so whatever it looks like, we're on the winning team. Um, yep. we're, we're in this waiting period where we're trying to see if we can get as many people to know who Jesus is and confess that he's Lord and that he died and rose again for their sins mm -hmm. so that we can all be together in heaven. And uh, that's why if we're believers, we're still here on this earth. But 
in the end, even if it's hard, even if we get martyred, whatever that looks like, we, we know that we win. Like we, we can find peace and hope and joy in that, um, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On that note, uh, let's wrap this thing up. Usually in podcasts, this is where they thank their special guests. We don't have a special guest. But thank you, Jack and Justin, for today. Uh, if you're listening to this on any podcast platform, make sure you like our podcast so you get notified when we drop one. And if you're on YouTube, please subscribe to the YouTube channel. We would love for you guys to be updated when we upload a video. So, yeah, next week will be the Seven Trumpets, and we will hopefully put out another podcast for that one. Yeah. So, guys, thanks for listening. Let's go. And peace. That was, I was like trying to talk to two audiences there, and it was kind of difficult. I felt, I felt engaged, so. Thanks, Jack. Yeah.